Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. You can watch on the Internet at uh, Facebook. Uh, just type in today's issues with our video stream there, or you can go to streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. Check it out there. YouTube, uh, band us again. I don't know how long we're going to be in timeout. Uh, Brent, how long we in time? We should be back on YouTube tomorrow. All right. That's it, unless we say something in the next 24 minutes that <laughs> hurts their little feelings, right? Yes, sir, or have already said something. Well, I probably just did right there. Uh, All right, how about let's just do a little test. Uh, Ivermectin. Ivermectin, ivermectin, ivermectin. Let's see if that gets us banned. Okay. I didn't say just, anything just, about it. No, no, I'm, you just said the word. I just said the word, ivermectin. Hydroxychloroquine. Okay. All right, I'm just throwing those two in. Okay. Let's see if something happens. Okay. <laughs> Donald MAGA. Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm just going to say MAGA. MAGA. And I'll bet we trigger their algorithm. Huh? What does they call it? Ultra? Ultra well, MAGA? Now, that would be Biden. Yeah. Yes. He's talking about the ultra But he MAGA. meant that as an insult. Yes. So maybe MAGA doesn't trigger the uh, algorithm. Uh, how about this one? I'm going to do this one. So, I love me some MAGA. <laughs> how about that? You think that'll trigger them? Ultra ivermectin. That, I'm, we're just saying that the algorithm, is, so you don't have to listen to the show, although I think we have a summer intern at YouTube that's dedicated to listening know, to our show. Tim, it's September 26th. Well, maybe, when's this, when's maybe this they pass go that on to, to a full, Maybe they got a full-time staffer. Yeah listening to us huh yeah and if they do you just uh i triggered them triggered them yeah all right uh you're listening to today's issues on american family radio what we uh what were we talking about before the break we're talking about jinsaki saying yes. that jinsaki the former white house press secretary was on was it on nbc to, nbc uh, mm -hmm. what was the show was that uh and meet the press, news, meet the press. Yeah. <laughs> meet the press. And she, she threw her former boss under the bus, president Biden. She said that if the election is about president Biden, Democrats lose and they know it. And she said also, if it's about crime, they're very vulnerable. She said they being the Democrats on the crime issue. So she didn't sound very, very, uh, encouraging if you're a Democrat looking forward to the November uh, midterm election day. Well, also, and we were talking during the break, Gas prices have started back up again. Right. So what, why is that? You think I don't? Well, we're getting into wintertime. That's true. Well, yeah. uh, you know, the gas prices I think started coming down simply because summer was ending, mm -hmm. and people aren't going on vacation. They're not taking trips to see grandma. So, it, law of supply and demand. Now, I think it's the regular pressure, the upward pressure of the the. Uh, gas prices i think saudi arabia is not going to help the biden yeah. administration out by uh producing more so i think that's 
So anyway, uh, back up. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm looking forward to, when is that? November the what? Six weeks from tomorrow. Eighth. November the 8th. November the 8th. Okay. The first Tuesday after the first Demo- Monday. Democrats, uh, they're almost certainly going to lose the House of Representatives, the majority I'm talking about. So Nancy Pelosi will, uh, she'll probably announce her resignation, her, her retirement, if you will, not her resignation, but her retirement. Probably the day after or the next few days after the um, midterm. Again, assuming that she loses the Speaker's uh, office. Uh, the Senate mm, could, is 50 50. Mm-hmm. You know, that could, that could stay like it is, which is 50 50, 50 yeah, Republicans, right. 50 Democrats, or that could go tip you know, one way or the other. You know, 51 Democrats, 51 Republicans. That's, that's going to be, if you, you know, if you like watching politics, that's going to be interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. uh, that that night uh, with respect to the United States Senate. Because you got some, you got some really tight races like, um, Herschel Walker versus uh, Raphael Warnock in, uh-huh. in Georgia. Uh-huh. In Georgia, you've got uh, Dr. Oz ver- uh, versus Hoodie <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. You've got Astronaut versus, uh, I'm not sure, who's who's the Republican? Mark Kelly versus, uh, I should know this, it's the lady out there, uh, former TV, Carrie. Yeah, 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 yes. I yeah, think. Yes. Anyway, uh, he uh, Kelly, uh, excuse me. The former astronaut. Mark Kelly. Mark Kelly. Yes, yeah. he's the Democrat, and he, he's the incumbent. Yes. Then you got a tight race in uh, Nevada, I think, mm-hmm. Black Salt, and uh, he's the Republican. So, I mean, you got you got several states. You got six or seven or so states where— Blake Masters. He's, yes. he's running in Arizona, in Arizona right? Arizona, yes. Okay, as a Republican in the Senate race. But you have six or so Senate races that could go either way. They yeah. can break either way, so— mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Hey, listen, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, she did not have a good weekend. Uh, she went out to a New York Global Citizen Festival, <clears throat> kind of a music festival there. In where? Uh, in New York. Okay. And, and she got up there, and, and she, she thought the audience would embrace her because she started talking about climate change. and You folks are so precious to that effort and everything. And she thought that was just going to get her applause. <laughs> Didn't turn out that way. Cut three. I couldn't talk about this. I, 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 <laughs> may, may, may I answer that question? <laughs> I, I don't know any more about this story than what you just shared. I did read the headline. Uh-huh. I don't care how liberal you are. <laughs> if you got uh, a politician interrupting your music when you had three beers in you <laughs> and you're at, you're at a concert. Uh, huh. You don't want to hear a lecture about climate change, even if you agree with her politically. Yep. So wrong place, wrong time. Don't put Nancy Pelosi out there when these people are ready to rock. <laughs> now that's my analysis of this situation. When somebody said, why, why, why is everybody booing? Oh, uh, that's my, that's uh, because I imagine most of those people there were Democrats. I don't even know. It's New York city. Yeah. New York city. They're all Democrats. Probably so, eight out of 10, eight out of 10. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, you know what? That's, that's an excellent point. Huh? You get the liberal liberal of the uh, day award though, for ex- anytime you explain anything on this show that, uh, 
why the other side does what they do, then you yes. get accused of being one of them, <laughs> like you do. The liberal. We let yeah. you take that far too often. To yeah, you're, you're the liberal on this show. Ed. I get bad because so that's a, that's a good that's a good that's an excellent point. They're there for a music festival, like you said. They're probably kind of quote unquote happy, right? Sure. Uh, and so you, now you got a politician up there who's going to remind everybody right. of. Why they're they don't at want to the go into policy, like like a like a Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. They're ready to hear some guitar and and drums and and whatever else. What kind of music festival was it anyway? I don't know. I'm looking. I I, I was just looking it up. Huh? Was uh, Nancy Pelosi just if it's her type of music? Was it like? It says it, music uh, festival in New York City. Uh, second paragraph, Pelosi wearing a white pantsuit with a matching scarf, <laughs> courtesy of, uh, who are the bands? What kind of music oh. festival was it here? That's uh, what I want to know here. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to find what, <laughs> genre, what genre about, she was talking about slashing carbon pollution by 40%. <laughs> oh yeah, no, uh, you're right. You, this, uh, that is gotta is be Saturday night. People don't go out Saturday night wanting to hear that. It looks stuff. like date daytime. Uh, okay. okay. All right. So the music festival at Mariah Carey, Metallica, the Jonas Brothers, and Usher. Is it Usher? Yeah, that's a, he's a yeah. singer. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so that was yeah yeah. Th those who, people, who had the idea of bringing her out to talk and about what? climate change? She should she should know better than to get up there, huh? Okay. So thank as, as Speaker of the House, I'm here to thank you for your dazzling advocacy, entrepreneurial thinking, determination as global citizens. It's thanks to you, to your help, that the United States recently enacted historic climate legislation, oh, on, which would be a game on. changer. It will slash carbon pollution by forty percent. Yeah, I think. You're meanwhile, exactly let's right. turn. Let, meanwhile, let's turn all these big lights on. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's burn it up here tonight. Huh? Oh man! I'm glad you all came mass transit <laughs> to the concert, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 listen, just, I'm eating a kielbasa sausage with uh, extra onions and having a having a beer at this thing. Right. And you're going to bring a politician out there to talk I policy. Know. Like I said, I don't care. That, it wouldn't matter Republican or Democrat. That's, that's, that's not going to work. Not going to fly. Next story, Fred. Well, I'm just uh, seeing our next story up on the screen right now. They're talking about it. Uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, kind of back on the campaign trail. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to crank it up. You know, anybody who supports Trump, uh, basket of deplorables. Remember that from a few years ago? That was her. Well, well, now she had to crank it up a little bit more. Deplorable is not bad enough. Uh, let's call those Trump supporters a bunch of Nazis. Cut number five. I remember as a, as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically... Um, drawn in by Hitler. How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. Oh my goodness. I, uh, listen, first of all, no, you don't remember when you were young. That's too far back. 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, listen, that this, 
I want I want to just dismiss that as just a stupid comment from a clueless politician. Okay, but this is the Democratic Party's narrative. This is the radical progressive slash regressive left. Their narrative is that anybody who voted for Donald Trump, who is a white nationalist, are by definition white nationalists. They uh, uh, they are a dom- they are domestic terrorists. They are fascists. They are an existential threat to our nation's democracy. That so, in that context, her comments are just part of the narrative. Yeah, but that's all they got. The Democrats I'm talking about, that's all they got is to scare people with the idea that uh, people who support President Trump are akin to Nazis. Right. That's all all they're left with. Economy, they can't run on that. Crime is out of control, uh, and the Democrats are responsible for that primarily, so they can't run on that. Uh, We're Hey, we got border security. They can't run on that. They got nothing. Uh, They got nothing to run on. you know, you mentioned energy prices. Uh, the stock market's down. We're in a recession, people say. Um, so they got nothing to run on except what do we got? Let's try to scare the living daylights out of voters by telling them that Trump is Hitler. Right. Yeah. And his supporters are brown shirts. That, that, that's that's all we got. We got we're going to go with that one. That's that's what it sounds like to yeah. me. So I I don't understand back. What about a month or so ago, and uh, Biden came out with his ultra mega? But you stop and think about that. They said they did focus groups, yeah. and that this was going to be a winning kind of phrase for them to go into the election with. Well, first of all, mega means what? Make America great again, right? What is so sinister about that? And you got seventy million Americans that sure would like to make America great again, right? You know, would like to reduce crime, would like to secure our. Uh, our southern border. So what is there to find that distasteful? But they believe ultra mega is going to work for them. Don't understand it. I don't think I don't think they're in tune with what the American people are right now. American people are frustrated. Well, and you know, we, we talked about in our story meeting uh, this uh, Georgia Maloney. Yeah. Uh, who won the uh, the race in Italy? Yes. Okay. The media is calling. Her far right. Yes. So that that's that is the narrative over there as well. I mean, in terms of the media saying, what's uh, she's the country's first female prime minister. You said she identified as a Christian. She identifies. She gave a speech, and I was watching the translation of it. Somebody sent me a TikTok thing, and uh, where she gave a speech, and she said, you know, <laughs> I I want to identify as a Christian. I want to identify as a mom. I want to identify as a woman. And she said, this is a crime today. Yeah. This is what the, the left says is wrong today. Got, we're talking Italy here. Right. We're, we're not talking about a, a reputation of being a Christian nation in the conservative right. point of view. Things are changing. She just won that election on, I don't want, I want to stop illegal immigration. That's one of the things. She won the election on being more conservative fiscally. Uh, have a listen. Pierce Morgan is uh, one of the commentators on Fox right now. He gave this assessment of what's going on in Italy and what it means. Cut number nine. If you look at this woman, Georgia Maloney, who's become Italy's first prime minister, uh, I wouldn't categorize her as far right at all. I would call her a fiscal conservative. 
uh, in fact, you know, bordering on moderate. So I think this is a classic tendency from the left to over-demonize anyone who is conservative and to brand them immediately far right and sort of make out this is some stigma to beat them with. The reason that she's won and the reason why you're seeing a lot of this sweeping through Scandinavia and other parts of Europe is I think that people are fed up with what they perceive to be a very ultra-woke left agenda, which is not addressing their real concerns. And in particular, whether it's in Sweden or Italy or other countries in Europe, uh, on the issue of illegal immigration. And I think that that is the one issue which you can trace to all these countries which have moved to the right. There is a, a belief by the people of these countries that their governments have not been addressing this, what they perceive to be a very serious issue. I think there's a reality check going on out there. Uh, you know, liberal policies have now manifested themselves as not good for the people. And people, whether it's in Italy, whether it's in other parts of Europe, we're seeing this. Uh, was it Sweden just uh, recently, uh, a move to more conservatism? So we're starting to see this around the world right now, that these left-wing policies are not working. People feel fiscally insecure. Right. They feel insecure with their safety. I think that's what's happening in America. When these crimes, these horrific crimes that happened in Memphis, just uh, just up the road from us, our, our home station here in, in Tupelo, Mississippi, these crimes, these murders, uh, just three or four incidents in the last couple of weeks, people are starting to see our cities are not safe to be in. It's because of left-wing policies, prosecutors who are setting people free to go out and commit crimes once again. Uh, they're looking at what it costs to go, when they go to the grocery store. I was talking to somebody the other day. They came out of a grocery store. They said, with one little bag of stuff, yeah. $60, $70. Right. They know they this cannot continue in America. And now you've got, thanks to DeSantis, thanks to Abbott in Texas, DeSantis in Florida, taking some of these illegals and putting them into these more liberal areas. Now that's starting to draw attention to the border situation. Right that a lot of people have been ignoring. Country's in a bad mood. America's in a bad mood right now, which contributes to why I think Nancy Pelosi was booed the other night. Well, you'd better, if, if the government wants to introduce bizarro ideas, like the transgender stuff, you'd better be taking care of business first. Mm -hmm. And by taking care of business, I mean not enacting policies that are bad for Fuel prices, uh, grocery prices, bad policies affecting things like crime, because it's not just the inner cities anymore. This is not moving out to suburbs where you have soccer moms and independent voters who are also not feeling safe. So you want to go full Looney Tunes with all these other ideas? You better be taking care of business first, but they're not. Yeah. So all this is making uh, voters very aware of who they blame. You may say it's not fair, but this is the way politics works. Uh, if the, if, and, and in this case, I think it is the fault of the Biden administration and their policies and also the Soros-backed district attorneys, things we've talked about, the policies of these Democrat-controlled big cities. All of this is becoming crystal clear to the voter. And there's six weeks to go. Anything can happen. Uh, anything might happen. Mm -hmm. But at this point, people, uh, by and large, are saying we hold Democrats responsible. 
You know, it's interesting. We talked uh, Jen Psaki going openly against her former boss, Beto O'Rourke, uh, in a story on the weekend. Uh, headline is Beto O'Rourke blames Biden. He's Democrat running for governor in Texas. Beto O'Rourke blames Biden for more Texas Latinos voting GOP. And he says uh, Biden didn't spend a dime or a day in border region. This is Beto O'Rourke, Democrat. He openly turning against Joe Biden. Right. Now, what he means by that is that he didn't go down to the border to say, yeah, we need to do something about this. Uh, regardless of, of, of his motivations on this, he's realizing, and, and I think this is fascinating. We've talked about this before. The Latino vote is turning against the Democratic Party. Uh, border is a, is a big issue. But we've also talked about the Latino vote they're very entrepreneurial. Right. They're, they're hurting because of the Joe Biden economy right now. They are turning against him. Well, we saw we covered a story briefly, uh, albeit uh, last week or maybe the week before, of a Hispanic-owned barbecue restaurant. Yes. That had been continually broken into mm-hmm. by homeless people, and uh, they, were, they were blaming the policies. I want to say, was it uh, maybe it was Austin, Texas? I don't remember. But anyway, they they said we can't keep this is a generationally generationally owned Hispanic restaurant. Yes. And we can't stay open because of the policies. So that you're talking about the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm not saying we don't need to talk about it from time to time. It is a news story. It is the uh, millions and millions of people now who have come into the country unlawfully since Biden entered the White House. And we know the story there. I mean, it just they just keep pouring across the border uh, from all over the world now since Biden opened the borders. It's, but it's become obvious that we don't have to discuss any longer, well, why is Biden letting people in like this, unvetted, going anywhere? It's because he won't – because – he said it the other day. He doesn't think it's right to send people back wherever they came from. Mm-hmm. He was he specifically said Guatemala, Venezuela, and somebody else. But that's the idea in which he operates: is that America should be open. We shouldn't have borders. That's the that's what Democrats believe as a party. Yeah. So I don't think we have to any. It's kind of like. What's the what's the answer to the question? It's right out in the in the open, and these people aren't de- even denying it any longer. Well, now I say these people aren't denying it any longer. Yes, they will continue to try to gaslight Americans by saying things like what Kamala Harris said the other day, the VP that she when she was asked by Chuck Todd, he said two million people have come here illegally since you <laughs> and Biden have been in office. What do you say to that? He says the then she gave word salad. Yeah, it was a uh, you know, the border, border secure. Border secure. She sounded like a robot. I mean, like she's been programmed to say the border secure. She doesn't. And with with Chuck Todd in the liberal media, you don't have to prove that. Right. There's no follow up where he says, "Well, you know what? What do you mean the border secure? Have you heard what the Democrat congressman is saying and the people who live there? Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. you get none of that unless it's Peter Ducey. Right. Right. I'm just saying that we no longer have to say, well, why are the Democrats letting people into our country? It's because they don't believe in borders. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, they, 
Sometimes they don't want to say that out loud because they know it could hurt them with some of the middle-of-the-road voters. But but they're saying it more and more. They're just saying, listen, we don't believe in, in, in borders. So, you know, quit asking us about it, basically. All right, All right uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Keep listening to American Family Radio. Thank you.